Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence, and by Dow Automotive Systems, innovations for clean powertrain solutions. This is AutoLine Daily for March 28, 2011, and now the news, and some sad news at that. David E. Davis Jr., one of the best-known American automotive journalists, died yesterday in Ann Arbor, Michigan. After spending years as editor of Car and Driver magazine, he left there and started Automobile magazine, which just celebrated its 25th anniversary. Earlier in his career, Davis was also involved with Campbell Ewald, Chevrolet's advertising agency. He is the best storyteller I ever met in my life. He had an encyclopedic knowledge of all things automotive and enjoyed life with a flair and a joie de vivre that most people never get to know. He was one of the greats and he will be missed. This so-called Chinese espionage case over electric cars involving Renault might not be over. Now reports coming out of France say that Carlos Ghosn may have withheld evidence from the police. It turns out Ghosn also believed that a senior executive from Nissan was involved, but he never told the police and never asked them to investigate the Nissan executive. This could land Ghosn in a heap of trouble. It's one thing to say you were duped in a fraud. It's another thing to withhold evidence from the police. Last week, we reported that IHS Automotive predicted that global vehicle production could drop by as much as 30% this year. Now, analyst Michael Robinett at the company says the disruption is going to be significant once part shortages hit North America. Honda announced that production will be disrupted at its North American plants in the beginning of April. Mazda is not taking orders of vehicles built in Japan at dealers in the U.S., and more automakers are telling customers they can't sell vehicles with certain colors because some of the pigments are made in Japan. Hey, how about that? Each of the last three news stories involve people in the news who have been my guests on AutoLine After Hours or AutoLine Detroit. In a sign that China is gaining access to the technology it needs, Chinese automaker Dongfeng is in talks to purchase a 30% stake in German transmission supplier Getrog. According to Reuters, the stake is worth around $700 million. If the deal goes through, it would be the first time a Chinese automaker has bought into the German automotive industry. And speaking of China, the Shanghai Automotive Industry Corporation is hard at work breathing life back into the beleaguered British brand, MG. China AutoWeb reports the first serious effort at reviving the MG brand debuted yesterday as the MG3. The car was designed in the UK, but it's built by SAIC. It targets other subcompact hatchbacks like the Toyota Yaris and the Volkswagen Polo. Available in four versions, it's priced to sell, starting at about 70,000 yuan, which is roughly $11,000. It's powered by either a 1.3 liter or a 1.5 liter four-cylinder engine. Maybe Hyundai's labor union in Korea didn't get the memo that part shortages from Japan are crippling the auto industry. According to Wards, Hyundai's plant in Ulsan, South Korea is at a standstill because of a labor strike. This is where the Elantra and Veloster small cars, amongst others, are built. The situation is complicated, but apparently the automakers union is not happy because management decided to move workers around at the complex. 
the spat has something to do with labor being allowed to approve personnel shifts before new vehicles go into production. So far, some 125,000 orders for these vehicles have not been filled because of the kerfluffle. Coming up next, India could be the next booming automotive market, which has Daimler very interested in the country's truck business. Introducing Bridgestone's third generation of run-flat tires with groundbreaking new Bridgestone technologies. Bridgestone run-flat tires offer improved ride comfort, lower rolling resistance, and improved wear while giving you the peace of mind and comfort you need. Daimler is launching a new heavy truck brand called Bharat Benz. It's exclusive to India, in the near term anyway. With these rigs, the company is building on its previous experience and throwing in a little local know-how to tailor them to the market. You can probably figure out the Benz part of the name, but if you're stumped by the other half, you're not alone. Bharat actually means India in several local languages. Staying true to its name, these rigs, which vary in size from 6 to 49 tons, will be developed in India, built in India, and sold in India. But Daimler already has four other truck brands in its portfolio, including Mercedes-Benz, Freightliner, Western Star, and Mitsubishi Fuso. Why does it need another one? So the target is very clear. We have to develop specific trucks and products for the country. And to be successful here, to be competitive, and to have the right products for the customer demand. And the second step for such products here could be that we can export it also in other markets, let's say in some African, African markets, where the demand is specifically for this kind of trucks and that this kind of trucks we are not offering today. So this is an additional chance. First, a big Indian market. Second, also some export uh, opportunities in the future. There's no doubt India is growing. Passenger vehicles are selling in record numbers, but it's also the second biggest market in the world for medium and heavy-duty trucks. Daimler projects sales of these things will double by 2020. Understandably, it wants a big old slice of that market. Hence, the new Bharat Benz brand. Its vehicles are tailor-made to the needs of Indian buyers. They want to have more reliable trucks. They want to have more fuel-efficient trucks. And also, last but not least, a little bit more comfort. So this means we have to be competitive in price that we can uh, organize because we are using Indian suppliers, Indian development and engineering work. And they want to have more over and above what they can buy and see on the road today. Showing its commitment to India, Daimler is investing some 700 million euros there and building a brand new factory in Aragadam on the country's southeastern coast. The facility is spread across nearly 400 acres and includes a test track so the company can put these trucks through their paces. They've already clocked more than a million kilometers of testing, and so far, Dr. Z seems to approve of their efforts. The first Bharat Benz truck should hit the road sometime in 2012. If you live in India, keep your eyes peeled for Daimler's latest heavy-duty offerings. Don't forget to tune in to AutoLine After Hours this Thursday when our guest will be Joel Paskowski, who used to be the head of design at Hyundai Motors America and who now runs all exterior design for Ford in North America. And check out the latest episode of Roundabout. This week features Autoblog's Zach Bowman, Charles Chrome from Autotropolis, and Alex Villani of GM Inside News. 
You can download the podcast or catch the video on our YouTube channel. And that's today's report of the top news in the global auto industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.